Hey, this is Dustin Ibarra, and you're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour. there friends welcome back to another episode of mad scientist party hour my name is kevin Kraft. joined once again by a man get my reading glasses on who lost his pants and underwear in a golf bet and is currently pulling on his putter in front of all of us that's jeff clark i lost more than that in a golf bet this weekend let me tell you (laughs) And beaming to us from the quantum realm, the infinitely tiny bearded booger eater known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. What's going on, fellas? Oh, you know, just sitting here rubbing my dick, as one does. On a Monday afternoon. Yeah. Um, Shuddy. Sounds like fun employment's going well. (laughs) Well, as long as MSPH exists, I will be part-time employed, which is That's nice. true. And the fart and well, joke industry just never, never runs Jeff out and of work. I decided uh, yesterday that today was our last show, so you are not even part-time employed after we wrap up today. Sorry. No. Just kidding. That was... I get. I love when I tell jokes that I just, even from you two, there's fucking crickets. <laughs> uh, like, like, like you're, you're just, you were both just staring at me blankly. So wow. that really, that really makes me real confident in the, the great news I'm gonna that I teased in the Easter egg. I feel like Jeff and I responded appropriately. I though was <laughs> fucking hilarious. I didn't laugh because I didn't know where to go from there. So I didn't want to continue the conversation. <laughs> so wait, so, your, is your big announcement shuddy? Like some sort of silly little shuddy joke? No, no. I mean, it's probably, it's a shuddy obsession. Uh, hmm. That ironically was announced today with uh, my wardrobe choices uh but the new york state of mind tour is continuing through 2023 with more u.s dates i did see that i saw they're Uh, they're taking it worldwide and coming back to the u.s oh and i am super pumped oh acid reflux burp up a little bit of vomit oh that was the weirdest thing okay so um i like to if take you didn't want to talk about wu-tang you could have just said so you didn't have to be so fucking dramatic well i mean i noticed that uh busta was not in any of the graphics so i wonder if he's still involved but that fucked me up like um i i like to take my crazy pills right before the show because they can sometimes act as peds for me um but one of the pills that i take every day and it could be one of those placebo things 
Jeff, can you use placebo in a sentence? Um, I don't know. Uh, I, think I, I can only kind of really explain what it is. I can't use it in the sentence. I'm having a brain fart. I believe you. I believe like, you. It, you can it, do it. it. <laughs> um, God damn it. Putting me on the spot here. Placebo, placebo. I don't know. Show us your math, Jeff. Show us your math. (laughs) Uh, A placebo (laughs) is an example of something that has no effect, but is being used as if it were, as as if it does have an effect. How about this one? I thought I was taking Valtrex to treat my herpes, but it turns out the doctor just gave me a placebo and I'm shooting herpes goo all over the place. That's that's perfect. I wish I could have gotten there as fast. <laughs> well, I take so I used to take um, pharmaceuticals to treat my depression, like Prozac and Zoloft and Wellbutrin, few other things. I tried a bunch of stuff throughout my life, and they either didn't do anything or came with side effects that I wanted no part of, and. My aunt, at, who's a nurse, what, Shuddy? Continue. I'll, this joke, I, I'll, I'll save it. Oh, another Shuddy joke. Oh. You're done. Yeah, I, I mean, you're on a fucking joke. roll, please, by all means. I was just going to say, and all you had to do to stop taking those depression medicines was just get fired from the Ellis show permanently. Well, it, I will say that definitely gave me a... Um, a nice serotonin boost. Life has been much more stress-free and manageable, even with the added stress of not having full-time employment. But my aunt... I I could not use serotonin in a sentence. I used to have a crush on this chick in in school named Serotonin. (laughs) (laughs) That is how I would use that. And then I ate a plum. Sarah, uh, serotonin has huge jugs. At the gym, Sarah is Sarah's toning her ass. <laughs> so my my aunt, who is a nurse, I was talking about you know managing my depression and stuff and trying to do it without pharmaceuticals and all that. And she was like, "Well, you should take St. John's Wort. You know, it's over the counter. It's a bunch of just crushed up herbs and shit." And I was like, I looked into it, The not really expensive or anything, so for a few years now, I fucking take St. John's Ward every day. And it's just a fucking clear gel tab with powdered fucking crap in it. It's probably just dried up grass that they've plucked out of the ground. It's probably a placebo. But I've been fucking taking it. And for the first time ever, after swallowing a pill... It must have only been like two minutes had passed. I burped and a bunch of fucking powder came up and shot into my mouth. It was awful. You swallow it back down? Yeah. Fucking. I see little mama do that all the time. She'll like fucking vomit in her mouth and just swallow it. It's weird. Mm. But anyway, Shuddy, are you going to go to round two for Wu-Tang and Nas? I am just trying to decide if I'm going to Brooklyn or Atlantic City. Those are the two closest. Oh, dude, do Brooklyn. 
Mm-hmm. Atlantic City's fun. Yeah, Atlantic City for a couple of nights for like would be a would be, but a little bit easier to get a hotel room and a little less stressful, I think. But think of the optics, Shuddy Boy. Do you want to see the New York State of Mind tour in New Jersey I, or I New York? That's that is that is the draw for Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, and I'm hoping that Meth is done doing whatever he was doing the last time, and he'll be there for the for all the shows. I'm looking yeah. at the uh, the Torlis or whatever. Highland and... is the closest it comes to you guys, which is San Bernardino. I'm looking at it on Google right now. Is it? Oh no, yeah. shit! I try not to go out that far east. <laughs> <laughs> dude i guess it was snowing out there this weekend we our weather has been absolutely fucked yeah i didn't see it fucked. with my own two eyes but i saw pictures of snow on the hollywood sign which dude, is two miles from here it's my buddy, snowing here right now oh shit my buddy posted a video of it hailing in fucking venice beach oh it hailed like, oh. In, it hailed in culver city this weekend really yep. no shit yeah um, yeah our I mean, weather the- has been fucked dude it's so cold like i've been sleeping i've just bought new sweat i just bought sweatpants for the first time in 15 years by the way oh shit right now, like 20 years but i've been sleeping in sweatpants in a cardigan like pretty much wearing like three or four uh two or three layers when i go to sleep oh like, yeah it's been terrible i i usually like to sleep in my boxers and I'll usually pull my penis out of the stupid dick flap in the front. But lately I'm, I'm t-shirt and sweats, sometimes socks even fucking it's been, it's been cold here. So wait, just for normal sleeping, you pull your penis out of the pee hole. No, you, no, you no. Meant when you're going to the bathroom, right? <laughs> you don't just, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm so no, I was making a little Kevin joke. Okay. <laughs> Although sometimes Kevin joke, huh? my oh. penis my penis does seem to find its way out through the dick flap sometimes. Well, I mean that's that's just a you know a curse of wearing boxers. But dude, there were times when like, you said it so like it was just like yeah you know to to keep cool at night I just pull my dick out of my boxers and sleep like that just flap it around. Yeah. Like, why <laughs> even bother wearing underwear? I was like, I'm, I'm trying to <laughs> Shuddy. I'm trying to work on my delivery. I'm trying to I'm I'm thinking about sneaking in some more stand up before this this movie starts. Ah. Uh. Like uh, wearing a bra with it just like <laughs> exposing the nipple. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do. There were times when we would party at Dom's place and just get absolutely blackout, blitz drunk. I would wake up in the morning sometimes on the floor of that couch, Donald Duck in it, and I don't know why. I didn't get any booty. It would just. I would wake up. I'd have a shirt on, and I'd lift up the blanket. And I'm like Jeff at the start of the show, no pants, no underwear. I'm like, oh boy, I got to find my underwear before anybody else wakes up in here. Man, that's kind of reminds me of the movie that I, I watched recently, Barbarian. <laughs> I didn't, I did not know that that was a situation that happened. That not only was that a thing that happened at Dom's place a lot in that period of my life when I was drinking quite a bit and blacking out quite a bit, that was a frequent occurrence. 
waking up you've Donald Duck. Waking up with no pants on? Yep. No pants, no undies. Uh, I feel like that needs to be dis- discussed and investigated more. Do you have just like, were they always found like with your pants? Or were they found separate? Like, was it a thing where, like, you were just so wasted <laughs> that when you took your pants off, the underwear just went with it? And you I were think like, so. Fuck it. Yeah. Okay. I think. Oh, yeah. It's not like, the, uh, the underwear like, is in Dom's room and the pants are in the living room or out in the fucking yard. Yeah. It's <laughs> not like, yeah. I, <laughs> all right. We need some forensic scientists to break this down. Yeah, I, I go looking for them and they're in Dom's laundry hamper. Wait a second. <laughs> No, I would. They they would be in in the pants. Like I, yeah, like, I would so fall like asleep, you your... fully clothed, and then in the middle of the night, just without thinking, would just undo my pants, pull them down, and my underwear would go with them. All right, that that's at least you know understandable. And then there was yeah. that time when I fell asleep. I don't even know how it happened, but I woke up in bed with this girl that I had a crush on for a really long time, and I didn't hook up with her or anything, but I was little spoon and she was big spoon and when i woke up i didn't know where i was and i didn't look behind me and see her so i just farted and i farted right on her vagina and it was one of those like when you have a night of drinking and you're pounding beers and you wake up all gassy and those those long like stressed out farts it was one of those just right on her cuchana it was awful what is she i do remember that story she didn't but I'm 99% sure she was either awake or the fart woke her up and she was just a gentleman about it, a gentle lady about it, and didn't call me out. <laughs> oh, man. So would you fall asleep pantsless in Dom's house more than everyone else's? Or was it like, were you an equal opportunity, Donald Ducker? I think Dom's was just the place that I blacked out in the most. Gotcha. Where you don't remember actually falling asleep, and you'd be that's a near real suspect house guest. Yeah, if I was Dom, I would have had a word with you. Like, hey, <laughs> it's cool to be sleep over if you're wasted, but you think you can maybe just I don't know, you can even pull your dick out of the flap. Just like keep your boxers on. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a coordinated planned move. Just one of those things that happened. Also, that apartment was just. There weren't very, there were not many rules there. No. Of any kind. Oh, wow. It's like some of my MSPH wrestling matches. No whole part. There was, I love it. There was one rules. There was one party that Dom's first lease at that apartment was about to expire. He didn't have a roommate, so he wasn't going to stay there. And he told Kevin and I that we could do whatever we wanted with the lawn furniture. So we just spent that party getting wasted and breaking plastic chairs. So the next morning, it was just filled with broken plastic chairs. And then like a week later, Bon Bon agreed to move in and Dom had to replace all the outdoor furniture. (laughs) Yeah, there's actually, if you scroll through my Instagram, there's video of that. (laughs) Like Shuddy Boy and I getting put through chairs. Miguel doing a flip onto a chair. I jumped on one ass first and the leg broke and went through my pants and stabbed me in the grundle. And almost, if that was angled any differently, it would have flown right up my butthole. And we would have definitely had to make it 
a hospital if it what if it went either direction it was either gonna rip off your sack or go up your bunghole oh god which do you pick <laughs> i would up the bunghole unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i don't know like, do I mean, I... You're ripping up my nutsack. It does. That sounds like the last possible option, really. Yeah, but this the the leg of this plastic chair was not designed for an anus. It was like L shaped. You know the and you, rigid. You know exactly which plastic chairs they are, Jeff. They're the generic. Yeah, they're I, like clam backed, yeah. like clam. Oh, you know. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Thank, I assume. Uh yeah, it would have. Shit would have just for the rest of his life just poured out of his butthole. He would have had no. Yeah, no I would have. <laughs> Either that, or I would have just like pooped out Tetris pieces the rest of my life. Oof. Yeah, that was that was sketchy. Uh oh, fuck. You know, I was gonna try and pull up my Instagram and play the video. Shuddy, can you give me screen sharing thingy? Uh. Multiple, but I fucked it up. How do I remove permission, make host, put in waiting room? I don't remember how to do it. No, oh, no. Oh, advanced sharing options. All participants can share. Who can shart? Sh- sh- yep. <laughs> yeah, who can shart yep. the most? Yeah, who can shart the most? Uh, God damn it. Uh, don't even bother. It's making me like sign in and shit. And I don't have time for that. Fuck it. Trust me, it's there on my Instagram if you want to see me, Shuddy, Miguel, even Bonbon. Like, Bonbon sat in one of the chairs that was all cracked, and he was like, ah, it still works. And I snuck up behind him and grabbed his shoulders and pressed down and just shoved him through the chair. Man. Yeah, there was some, there was there there were very little rules there. We had some very good parties. Ah, uh, the good old days. Am I right, fellas? I'm surprised Dom was allowed another lease at that place. Because I think the the neighbors complained a lot. Those parties got fucking rowdy, and they went. Um, the the problem was what happened was there were people our age that lived upstairs that didn't care, but the apartment next door, which was the two floor one that Dom moved to later, was an old lady, like an old lady, like probably in her seventies. Oh, she must. She she hated us for sure. So she called the cops. Pretty frequently <laughs> uh, on us. Well, speaking of um, San Bernardino and the weather, last week I snuck off to do a little snowboarding, went on a solo trip. Cause... You know how fucked it is that you in California have had better conditions for snowboarding than I have had here in Pennsylvania? Well, they weren't great. They're not as good as they probably are right now. Because it's, it's still fucking raining. It's raining right now, and it's supposed to rain for the next couple of days. So, I, I mean, I heard Big Bear just over the weekend got, or was supposed to get five feet of snow, which is fucking nuts. And when I went up there, there was still snow on the side of the roads, like piled up pretty big. But, um, you know, I mean, and the only reason I'm going is because last year when I was still employed, I bought an Icon Pass, which gets you to, like... You know, you can hit the mountains that take them as much as you want, and Big Bear takes them. So I was just like, fuck it. I got to get some use out of this thing while I still have free time and, you know, 
I'm kicking myself now for buying this fucking thing because I could have. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, if I had known I was going to be unemployed, I would not have bought that motherfucker. But uh, I so I took a solo road trip up there, and um, you know I'd gone up there with Carl a couple of times trying to get her to snowboard. And Big Bear has two mountains. There's Bear Mountain and Snow Summit. And I had thought that we always went to Bear, so I was like. Or, or, huh. All right, I'm getting it confused in my head, but this time I was like, okay, I'm going to go to to Bear Mountain because I think that's the one that we always go to, and it is not. Apparently, Bear Mountain is is only a handful of trails, and it's a majority of it is a terrain park, so it's all jumps, rails, half pipes, shit that I cannot do. And I get there, you know, right when it opens. I'm thinking I don't have anybody else dragging me down. I can sneak a whole fuckload of runs in. Let me take a quick piss. I go piss, come back, get all my shit situated, find a a nice trail on the map. I'm like, okay, I'll warm myself up. This seems like a trail I can handle. And then all of a sudden I'm looking around. I'm like, fuck, one of my gloves is gone. So I retrace my steps. And right by the bathroom... The glove must have like fallen out by the bathroom or in the bathroom. Someone just put it up on one of the, the, the racks. And I was like, holy shit. What fucking luck. This is going to be a good day. So I snag it. I get on the lift. As I'm going up, my helmet's wiggling. So I'm trying to like fix the strap and stuff. And then once I see that, it's getting to the point where you get off the lift. I go to put my gloves on. At some point on the lift, my other glove fell. And I was like, well, shit. This fucking thing, I have no idea where it fell. Odds are it fell in the woods where I can't even go to get it. Your your gloves don't have things for your wrists, so no, that doesn't these, happen? These ones didn't have hooks on them, which is pretty fucking annoying. But the, I had never lost, I've never lost any anything on the slopes before. I've never lost a glove, I've never lost a hat, never lost my goggles. I've been pretty good about it. Except for this time. So I get up there and I'm like, fuck, all right, I guess I got to go down this with one glove on. I start cruising. And then I see, I come to a place where the only options are left and right. And they're both black diamonds. And I was like, son of a fucking bitch. How did I get, this is my first run of the day. I'm trying to warm up. I I still kind of suck. So I just pick one direction. I'm like, I'll go this way. I come to the steepest hill I've ever seen in my life. And I was just like, well, here we fucking go. You bomb that motherfucker or what? Well, I'm trying to to carve back and forth so I can slow myself down and go at a speed that I can handle. And as I was on my heel edge, the board shot in front of me and I landed on my ass and the hill was so fucking steep. I'm flying down this hill on my ass, uncontrollable. I can't stop. I try to put my board down and all that's doing is plowing all this snow up in my face. I'm like gripping the snow with my gloved hand and my non-gloved hand. I look up. There's a fucking ski lift right above me. So all these people are watching me fall down this enormous hill, <laughs> plowing snow up all over the fucking place. And I got, when I got to the bottom, I was like, I don't know if I should just fucking go home right now. Like this, this could be the day that I die. This could be the oh, end of it. Fuck me. Yeah. I mean, I just drove two hours and 15 minutes to get here, but I'd I'd rather eat my losses and go home alive. 
But I went against my better judgment, and uh, I stayed. And I actually got kind of good. I was like, if I'm at a, if I'm on a fucking terrain mountain, let me try hitting some jumps. And I was actually kind of killing it. I hit one jump way faster than I wanted to, and I caught more air on a snowboard than I've ever caught in my entire life. And I was doing like the hummingbird flaps with my arms once I once I got to the top. I was like, oh, too high. Fly away. Fly away. <laughs> and it didn't help, but I, I landed it and rode off. And that gave me more confidence to keep trying more and more jumps. And I, I did one jump on my last run where my like my board went out in front of me like this. So I was almost horizontal in the air. And I did more hummingbird arm flaps. And when I got t- down to the ground, the tail of the board hit, and I sort of just rode on it for a little bit. And then you manualed. Yeah, I did like a, a snowboard manual, and then leveled out. And it was the sloppiest landing ever. But I rode away from that too. And I was like, "All right, that's my sign to go home." And so I you're ready for it. the X Games now, right? Yes. That's your that's your next chapter. I'm only telling this story because I'm I'm looking to get sponsored. <laughs> You're ready for X game slope style. Yeah. I won't take anything less than Burton too. I want to be on team Burton. So sign me up. I, I also don't know. Do- those, the, the boards that Kemper has those vintage nineties looking ones that I sent you with all the neon on them. Mm, those are rad. All right. I'll take them too. Those kind of, if those guys want to sponsor me, I'm chill with it. I also do want to give a shout out to somebody on YouTube which doesn't happen often, but (laughs) Jake Middleton commented on last week's episode. And while I was grasping at straws, desperately trying to come up with some fun name for Jeff's vocabulary game. And you settled on Jeff vocabulary. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, ah, fuck it. It sucks, but maybe that'll make it funny. He was just (laughs) like, you should call that game. Jeffinitions. And I was just like, no, oh my God, is that fucking brilliant. It was right there. And none of us saw it, but Jake did. So shout out to you, Jake. That is a great fucking name. And what it and that's what we're going to be calling it from here on out, right? Yeah. Yeah, how often are we going to be doing that again? Twice a month. <laughs> All the time. I'm going to text you then. I mean, we can do it with me as the subject. We do... Um, Vocraftulary? No, that sucks too. No. Well, it's not a rush to judgment on this one. No. If anyone can think of... Jake, we need your we, help. Yeah, if we can do it, there's something with a K and we do Kevin Kraft. I hate that. I'm I'm working on it right now, Jeff. I'm yeah. seeing if there's anything... Shuddy, I got you 75% of the way. Come on, baby. Don't do it, Shuddy. Don't listen to him. It's a trap. You son of a fucking bitch. I'm doing it. I, I mean, I Jeff and I were on the same wavelength. He just put it out there. Uh, I just said it. Mm-hmm. I put it in the ether, but he we're on the same it, page. He gave it life. Help. And the problem is there's no C letter words for definition or vocabulary that would 
it would be a bit of a stretch to call it uh, Kevin Kraft clarification with a K. Yeah, or Kevin Kraft vocabulary <laughs> and just drop the vote. <laughs> Kevin Kraft vocabulary. Yeah, and I we mean, do a, we do a, a hyphen. Yeah, you motherfuckers are reaching. Yeah, yeah. it's we'll get there. We'll get there. Hey, we'll find, we'll Jay Middleton, you want to help us out on this one too? That'd be great. Maybe we can find a similar game with like math or something that that you could do what just do kevin craft calculus kevin craft calculations <laughs> mm. <laughs> i hate that i hate it um well did you gentlemen see any films in this past week films wait did i watch any films no I saw a Netflix documentary. I was going to hit up Carl about it. I wonder if she saw the same one about the Murdoff, Murdoff murders. Well, she didn't watch that this past weekend if it came out on Friday. It did. Uh, that's what I've been watching. I've been watching the Formula One show on Netflix that came out on Friday. The new season? Mm-hmm. Is it better or worse than the first one? I mean, it's season five. Uh, Excuse me. And it's, I really like it. Uh, I just, I, I don't know why I, it, it has made me care about Formula One racing a little bit, but it's just, it's fun to watch. Is Nikki Lauda in it? Nikki Lauda, I believe is dead, isn't he? Oh, I didn't know if it was like a scripted thing where someone was playing him, like, like Daniel. No, no, it's not. It's, it's reality television. So it's, you know, I'm sure it's scripted a little bit because they definitely, it's not, and none of them have been, none of the seasons have been like a chronological progression of the season. Each episode focuses on something different. So you get results from later on in the season throughout the episode. So they, they, the, they do it episodically. So each episode is filled with some sort of drama. Which that sounds hard. You know, you know, I'm all about the drama. Oh, I know. If anybody is new to the show, I have a flair for the dramatic. (laughs) Yeah, that's the understatement of the century. (laughs) Yeah, you do get a little dramatic, I guess. Like all all the jokes about diva craft, I am the one to be that tends to be the drama queen. Well, I feel like that's an old narrative. We, we've all been pretty good about being less dramatic over the recent year. So hopefully, I've, that I just, didn't just that just it. that just means something is coming. Yeah, something's yeah. going to pop off. Shuddy poked the bear. <laughs> Shuddy is the bear. He's poking himself. <laughs> yeah, just poking myself in my belly button, going. <laughs> just, oh yeah, he reminded himself he's got to be angry again soon. <laughs> Yeah, it's been like two years since I've quit the show, so some, I've got to figure out a reason to do it. That's true. Can I get you back on the Olympic schedule? We're overdue, like a California <laughs> earthquake. Jeez, don't put that out there. We, don't, we do not need that fucking energy. The weather's been bad enough. Um, I, I went and saw Cocaine Bear. What? Yeah. I thought you I could not get anybody to go with me to see it. Wow. So, that's uh, that's kind of sad. Like a movie sure. comes out called Cocaine Bear, 
How could you not want to go see it? And it's fucking Ray Liotta's last movie. Yeah. I, don't, I have no interest in seeing it unless you give it like a fucking awesome review because the, the most, the biggest thing, the most important thing is that it is Ray Liotta's last movie and that, that guy is a fucking icon. So. Yeah. And he, his, his, his final role is a very Ray Liotta role. I've heard that. that this is what put him over the edge to get the, the star on the walk of fame. How, wait a minute. How recent was it that he got that? It was just announced last week. What? He that didn't he have was, a star before That he's last... getting a posthumous, a posthumous, posthumous. What did you get, postmate? <laughs> uh, I said it. I'm like, it doesn't sound right. And then I doubled down <laughs> on it. Even that, uh, I was like, wait a second. I don't, I don't think it's posthumous. A posthumous star on the Walk of Fame. It was announced last week. Well, here's the interesting thing about the the stars of fame. For what I what I understand is, it's not necessarily you have to be selected. You have to qualify. Like I know they the organization doesn't allow reality stars, which is why Kim Kardashian's always flipping out that she can't get a star. But I think all you have to do is pay. Is it eighty thousand dollars? I think it costs eighty thousand dollars. So you have to pay for a one time fee, or like yeah, a... one time okay. fee, and then they'll add you to the walk. But like, it's not like um, I don't think it's like they're finally. It's not like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame where they're just bestowing it upon Ray Liotta. Somebody in in his estate must be buying him one. Yeah, but no. There, there has been a celebration for people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make a big event out of it. Am I talking out of my to, ass, Shetty? You have to be nominated, and then the committee selects approximately thirty names for insertion. Nomination of an individual or group must be approved <laughs> by the Walk <laughs> of Fame committee. Sometimes insertion. requiring several annual annual nominations before a nominee is selected to receive a star. He said insertion. Uh. <laughs> All honorees must be approved by the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce, the decisions of which are final and entirely within the chamber's discretion. I'm sorry. You, you lost me after insertion. I just couldn't get past that. I'm just like, oh, nice. So I believe what this is saying is that the Puminati needs to flood the Hollywood Walk of Fame with nominations for us. Yeah, can you imagine if if Mad Scientist Party Hour got a star? Because they do. There is a little. You get a little logo. Does Town have one? For those motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> like if you're a director, it's like a little fucking camera thing. If you're yeah, well, it's motion pictures, television, radio, recording, live theater, and sports entertainment. So radio. This counts as radio, I think. I don't. I don't believe it does, actually. And we can invite everybody to come and poop on the star. That could be the one star on the walk of fame. Like, if you have to poop on a star. Yeah. Poo on us. Yeah, like, that would be, that's the one star (laughs) that it would be, uh, you know, recommended to do it on. There's like a fucking, a line of homeless people, like, waiting to use the bathroom on our star. (laughs) 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 There's like a single file line. Yeah. Man, we would have really made it then, huh, fellas? And instead of like a little microphone, 
icon, we can just be like, just give us the poo emoji. Just a toilet. Just a toilet. A toilet, poo emoji, anything involving poop, we'll take it. Yeah, we're never Their getting brand, one. They're brand, baby. Never, brand. ever getting one. But cocaine bear. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> Get us back on track. It was, um, it was good. It was enjoyable. I wish it went further. For a movie called Cocaine Bear, I feel like that gives you carte blanche to go as fucking nuts as you want to. And I feel like the movie could have been crazier to match the title. Like there's a there's a scene, there's a sequence where they call an ambulance after someone gets attacked and they even show it in the trailer, but the bear like in slow-mo is chasing after the ambulance as it drives away and the doors are open. And it's slow-mo leaps through the air into the open doors of the ambulance. And it's carnage. And I feel like they could have kept the entire movie at that same breakneck speed, that same pace, and just had it be batshit fucking crazy. But it was kind of a little scattered. And it took a little bit to get going. Cocaine bear? (laughs) (laughs) Jumping all over the place. There were kind of more characters than there needed to be, but I mean, at the end of the day, it was still enjoyable. It was still pretty fucking wild. There was still some good kills and good gore, and you get to see Ray Liotta as a crazy, soulless drug dealer for one last movie. And it's crazy that Elizabeth Banks directed it, too. Yeah, she didn't done anything else. I guess I can IMDb that, but... I think she directed... One of the Pitch Perfect movies. But... I believe so. I really like... I don't like, even know what that is. Is that an Anna, Anna Ferris movie? Ah, so close. So close. Oh, wait, no. Anna Kendrick, excuse me. Yep. Yeah. There you go. My bad. But I like Elizabeth Banks. I like the movie she's in. And I think it's cool that as a director, she's taking fucking crazy projects like this. Uh, she directed the Charlie's Angel reboot. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, I think Cocaine Bear did pretty well at the box office, too. So, it, uh, led to a record setting decline in Ant Man and Wasp for Marvel. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, it, the weekend box office was it for that movie was a 70% drop over the week before. God damn. I saw an article. Well, not, people not bode well for Shazam. What is it? Shazam three or some shit? No, it's two. Shazam two. It's actually Shazam fury of the gods. You guys both really like that movie, right? So I'm assuming you guys are going to go see it when it comes out. Yeah, I'm gonna go see it. The first Shazam was good. It was like it was like Big. If Big was a superhero movie, it was. I mean, I like that. Big is a five dicker. Yeah, it was really funny. It was charming. It had cool special effects and cool battles and stuff. They're remaking Big. Oh come on! Well, they. I don't know. I think they did. No. No, they did like. uh, I think it was called Little. But they did kind of just bad news. Yeah, little from 2019. 
I'm so happy. I just did not even recognize that thing. Uh, but I don't know. I, people are always complaining that all the movies are either, you know, sequels or CGI slop fest superhero movies. And people are making crazy shit like Cocaine Bear and everything everywhere all at once. And there is there is this weird shit sneaking in. And if people go buy tickets to it, they'll make more weird shit. So, I don't know. I was... There was it was a packed theater. Unfortunately, had to go to AMC, and there was garbage people. There some some fucking guy in the row in front of me had his phone out for the entire movie, and he was just like browsing sneakers and clothing. Like before the movie even started, he had his phone up, just scrolling through clothing. Don't be racist, Kevin. Sweat the way. I know what you're implying. I. I it's weird to me that those people exist, that people that just don't give a fuck about like movie theater etiquette. Well, the I, problem, I think the problem is, I think why it's such a problem now is that this is a direct result of the COVID situation where everybody got used to sitting on their couch to watch movies and could talk however loud as they wanted to. And now they just motherfuckers don't know how to act in a movie theater anymore. I'm telling you, ever I, since the arc light went away. Which leads to, you know, me having to fucking whip donut uh, munchkins at the head of teenagers. <laughs> don't make me start throwing eclairs. Yeah, this is Anthony Fauci's fault. Hey, is this... <laughs> is the move? Is the... Uh, Wow, Space Now, Cinerama, is that coming back? I don't know, man. I've been hearing rumors for a long time, but that was like the last bastion of peaceful movie going. Years now at this point, right? Yeah, it sucked. I, I got spoiled because I would go see every movie at the Arclight. And people that went to the Arclight were fucking movie nerds and nobody talked, nobody took their phones out. And now it's just, man, having to rely on AMC with all the fucking garbage people just blows like to to go see a movie on be a better op- way to put that to garbage people. <laughs> I if you if you talk through a movie, you're a garbage person. Yes, one hundred percent. No, I agree. I agree. And and it's like, why would you go opening night, opening weekend to see a movie if you're just gonna fucking buy sweatpants through the whole goddamn thing? I don't know. Why weird. waste all that money with how much movies are to? Exactly. It's just like shop at home. You're spending money while you're spending money. It's crazy. Let me just be super high in my seat, shoveling nachos down my throat and enjoying the film. I don't want to deal with your bullshit. Exactly. But as far as cocaine bear goes, I will suck. I'll suck three and a half uh, bear dicks, even though the bear in the movie is a mama bear and she doesn't have a penis. You think bears have big dicks? I mean, if a horse does, then you would think a bear probably does, right? I'm going to Google bear penises. I guess like a bear, like a horse needs to have a big dick for them to, oh, for sex to work for them. They have weird dicks. It looks like, oh no. <laughs> oh, oh no. A polar bear dick? 
So they have bones. They actually have boners. And they kind of look like that. I'm just looking at a, a thing of, of polar bear penis bones. And it kind of looks like an elephant trunk. You know, it's, it's not a straight line. It's got some waves in it, and the end is all frayed out. I'm glad our penises don't have bones in them. Imagine getting your wow. breaking it and then having to get a cast. I knew a guy in Bing Boing school who was getting laid in the independent dorm, and he was standing up up against a wall, and she, you know, backed up into him. And while they were boning, his dick fell out, and she backed up and crack, crack, folded that motherfucker like an accordion, and he pissed blood and had to go to the doctor. Eat this fucking story. Shut up, Kevin. <laughs> stop it. You stop it, Kevin. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, man. Uh, I, I also watched, they put... Um, Megan on the cock. You haven't seen that yet. No, but I watched it. I seen God, it now. It was so gay. I watched a horror movie on a that's now streaming as well. Well, actually it came out a while ago, so. Well, I didn't see the the theatrical version. This was the yeah. R-rated one. So they For showed Megan? Yeah. There was a lot of swearing and like they they shot it to be an R-rated movie. But PG-13 horror makes more than most R-rated horror. And now at a time where people are going to the theater less, they're like, yeah, just we need the PG-13 version going out into the theaters. But the unrated one's on the cock. No shit. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, all right, I was going to say which one's better, but I guess you don't know. Okay. Yeah, we only watched What did watch you think of Megan? Because I thought it was like the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. But maybe I just went up, I went into it with, I don't know, foolish expectations or expecting something different i'm not sure i'm kind of on the same vein as i am with cocaine bear like there it 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 did take a long time for it to get going and i wish there was a, a bigger body count but it was it was different for a horror movie which i appreciated i mean yeah there's definitely the chucky comparison but like an ai super high tech chucky i guess was kind of cool, and the uncensored okay. kills were were decent. I yeah, I enjoyed it. It was worth a watch. I like I like that company that Blumhouse 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 is doing cool shit, and it seems like they put out a lot of movies. And it's as a horror nerd, it's very exciting to have a company like that existing, where they're cranking out so much shit. Um, and not, you know it's not all stellar, but the hits are make the misses, you know, a hundred percent bearable. Like it's Blumhouse puts out some cool fucking shit. Right. The there's more like singles and strikeouts, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they, you know, they can they can take bigger swings. They can take bigger risks and, and try some weird shit. Which again, I appreciate. Everybody's everybody has the same complaint about movies. It's the same shit. It's like, well, Blumhouse is doing some cool stuff. Cocaine Bear is pretty cool. There's cool shit, and if it makes money, they'll let more people do weird, crazy shit. 
Yeah, it's like the managerial thought process of like bring me solutions, not problems. Like you can't yeah. complain about the movie industry if you don't if you don't even go see the new movies that are out or the original ideas that come out. Yeah. Hey, pat myself on the back. I went and saw Megan in the movie theater. You, you didn't, motherfucker. <laughs> I guess you go see a bunch of movies, so I can't hold that against you. Yeah, there's good shit coming out. Dude, Creed... March is firing. Yeah, Creed 3, which I'm stoked we, about. We got to connect on something. Maybe uh, we do a, uh, a guy's night, John Wick night. Cheech's birthday is the 28th. And I'm pretty sure the next MSPH wrestling is like the Saturday, the that twenty twenty fifth. So we might do something for his birthday, the twenty fourth. Hmm. All right, I'm keep you posted on that if you want to do like a John Wick. I think John Wick comes out. It's John Wick, MSPH wrestling, and then Succession season premiere on Sunday. Oh yes, and. I know you guys don't care, but college basketball, March Madness. I can literally gamble up until John Wick and then pretty much the next morning up until MSPH wrestling. Hell hell yeah. What a fucking weekend. There's some other good (laughs) stuff coming. I want to see the, uh, the Adam driver movie too. What is it? Oh, the dinosaur one. (laughs) I want to watch Adam Driver 69, a bunch of dinosaurs. <laughs> Get him and ScarJo back in there and do that movie 69. I think it's just called 65. Ah, four, four, four off. Come on, just round up, but kind of not really. Just get it through a 69. I, I'm going to see it, but I'm not super pumped on Scream 6. Oh, Scream 6 is going down. You know I love New York City. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting I'm getting some some Jason goes to Manhattan vibes off of this one, but I'm still going to go see it. Yeah, I've seen every every screen movie. Might as well keep it going. Yeah, I saw the last piece of shit that they made. I rewatched that with my brother somewhat recently. I think I told you guys about it, and it got it got way worse the second time I saw it. I was like, oh my god, how did, I, how did I not walk out, or how did I stay awake throughout the whole movie? The aforementioned Shazam. And there's a new uh, Guy Ritchie movie coming out. And I know I'm going to get something else. I'm going to get shit for this. And I'm probably going to fucking sound like a real dumbass for saying this. But that fucking Dungeons and Dragons movie that's coming out looks kind of cool. No, it does not. I'm glad I got back to the mic in time. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Whatever, Shuddy. Let me have it. Bitch. That movie looks lame as fuck. The CG in it looks like they put a ton of money into it. It it looks silly and goofy. But it looks like the the action and stuff could has potential. I don't know. I'm going into it with an open mind. I think there's potential that they could make a fucking good Dungeons and Dragons movie. I'd rather go see the Tetris movie that weekend. I think you're potentially gay. I think you guys are potentially wrong. What do you think I, about that? I feel like I think you covered them. I feel like there's one movie that you didn't name that's also coming out in March, but March is a banger movie movie month. I mean, all all they really needed was John Wick. 
Yeah. Although I will say, love John Wick, love Keanu Reeves. I don't think that needs to, I don't need to remind anyone. Pretty sure the runtime is two hours and 45 minutes and they got some fucking nerve, yeah. fucking nerve making a, a two hour and 45 minute action movie. I don't know. Hey, could be awesome. I mean, it could. I mean, it's going to be awesome. But I'll watch a fucking four and a half hour college football game that's way less cool than John Wick. So I mean, well, I'll give it a shot. But got a point. Jeez, I mean, it's, a, it's a long runtime, dude. What if we get forty five minutes of John Wick fucking people up with nunchucks? I just hope cool. I can, I can like properly guess the regression point in the movie and take like a half an hour nap. Like, all right, this is going to die down for a little bit. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take a snooze. Oh, John Wick is wandering the desert again. All right. I'm wake me up in 15 Cheech. (laughs) Yeah, for real Cheech. I'm going to, do I have to start my, set my alarm or can you just nudge me? (laughs) So Jason Statham is in the sequel to the Meg. Yeah, they're make, uh, I've been hearing about make a Meg sequel for a while. Megan or Meg? No, the Meg about the shark the, movie. The, the giant prehistoric shark. There, it was the Meg, and now it's the Meg Two, the Trench, starring Jason Statham. So he's going to take on a giant prehistoric water creature. Wow, Shuddy, you weren't joking about the t- Tetris movie coming out in March. I was not. Starring Taron Egerton. Oh, it's about it's a biopic the, about Tetris. I thought it was going to be like uh like like an anime. Like yeah, the talking pieces. Someone play Tetris for fucking 90 minutes. Yeah. Like the the long piece walking around like king shit. Yeah, everybody wants to fuck me. I'm the best piece. I'm it's the one like everybody that, waits for. It's that office skit where they're all like waiting for the ball to hit the corner. They're yeah. all just like sitting there in the movie. Is he going to complete it? <laughs> yeah, Jack Black plays the the square. <laughs> all right that's kind of interesting i like tyron edgerton uh what else um murder mystery 2 another adam sandler movie coming to netflix all right holy shit Did you like the first one yeah it wasn't bad for a modern sandler movie it's on the the higher tier than usual uh but that just reminded me we needed a movie to watch this weekend we ended up doing a chris farley double feature carl had never seen tommy boy or black sheep so, is her mind blown yeah because speaking of which oh, okay go ahead like her she's seven years younger than me so her era of snl is way different than my era of snl so she never saw any of the Chris Farley stuff. And, you know, when Black Sheep and Tommy Boy came out, she was younger and it was just like, all right, yeah, whatever. And just never circled back and got around to watching it. And she was like, Chris Farley is, he's a fucking crazy person. She's like, I've never seen a guy that large with that much energy. He's like, he's insane. Well, I was you like, know, yeah, that's why everybody he, loved he, him. Yep, He was definitely also on performance enhancers. Yeah, I mean, did you ever see that that Letterman appearance where he runs into the studio and he's doing cartwheels and flipping out and he's like, he's whipping his head around so much it's you think it's gonna fly off of his body and he's like 
grabbing people in the audience and shaking them. And then he picks one guy up, throws him over his shoulders, runs back out the front doors, runs out of the building and throws the guy in a dumpster. Yeah, it's fucking iconic. <laughs> what, you thought you think he was on cocaine? Uh-huh. But yeah, um, Tommy Boy Tommy Boy holds up way better than Black Sheep does. But Tommy Boy blew her mind. She was like, that was really fucking good. Like, she didn't like Black Sheep, though? No, or, she liked it. She just, Okay, she, but cool. she was like, Tommy Boy's definitely way better. And after watching them both again, after decades of not seeing them, that's the correct That's not a hot assessment. take. That's not a hot take. It's not, but now the tone is starting to become disrespectful towards Black Sheep, and Black Sheep kicks ass. When was the last time you watched it? I don't know. Couldn't have been longer than five years ago. I mean, I love it. That doesn't sound I right. love it. They're both on HBO Max. You can do the same double feature Beautiful. we did. I probably will. I and mean, what are you? What are we talking about here? Because to me, Tommy Boy is a five dicker, and Black Sheep would the lowest I would give it would be four. And I, I you know what? My, I take that back. The lowest I would give it would be four and a half. Watch it again. Yeah. Well, shit. All right. All right. I'll watch it again. I'll tell you what I come up with. Probably just be hours. Well, an hour or so of laughs. Some, Whatever, I don't know. 120 minutes for the laps. I'm not sure what the fucking runtime is. You, you get what I'm saying? It was. I'll tell you what. It was pretty fucking wild watching that movie with somebody who's never seen it before and seeing a genuine, unspoiled reaction to the bees scene. When when that was good, yeah. When they get pulled over, like she she had no idea that was coming. That's one of those things. It's like it's such a iconic movie moment for our age range that like it's so weird some seeing someone witness that completely unspoiled like no idea it was coming and she just burst out laughing like holy shit i mean don't give her the stupid gym line (laughs) (laughs) that was solid time you want wingy no i love that movie (laughs) Yeah. Dude, I'm going to just, I'm going to talk shit on my coworkers. And unfortunately, we're not behind the paywall. So this could get to them. But so why don't you wait until we're behind nah, the paywall? Because I, I, cause I want to call them out about it. And this would just fucking, this would just move it along. I hope, I hope it shows up on their, on their radar. So this guy whose program that I've been on, Dan Dakich, who, like liberal people, democratic people hate him. I think he's like very, very Republican. But the only thing that I go on this program to talk to him about is like sports gambling stuff. And the back and forth that we have is awesome. Like I, I like the guy. I think he's a nice dude. I don't, I don't watch his show outside of my own participation in it. Um, this, there was this one, there was this one appearance that I was on where I gave out the picks and I was still like on the zoom call and he's like, all right, now we're going to call Now we're going to discuss the woke dope of the day. Goddamn Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, this is, this is the, the schedule I'm in. Anyways, I did like a Google on, on him once and like the biggest like thing haters or people who didn't like him said was he once said, Chris Farley is legitimately not funny. And out of everything I could have read about him, that one hurt the most. <laughs> Dude, 
I don't. I, I would almost prefer you went to a Halloween party in fucking blackface and you said that. Like, Jesus, on, man. I, I said almost. I said almost. I not condoning that. All right, especially out of you fucking Canadians. I know you guys like to do blackface up there. Not cool. Um, I mean, I feel like science one. has already proven that Chris Farley is just objectively funny. Yeah, dude. Like, I, I want, I want to talk to him about this, but it's like I only go on a show to talk gambling. I'm not going to sit there and and grill him about a take he did. I don't know, ten years ago. But it's like, dude, you should. Very, there's very few times where opinions are wrong. You actually have a wrong one. Like your opinion is fucking trash. Get get booked again and be like, oh, all right. I hate to take control and bump your um, upcoming Nancy Pelosi segment, but Chris Farley, <laughs> not funny. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. Let's go to war, man. Me versus you. Why the fuck is he not funny? <laughs> <laughs> I was As a honestly fellow fat guy. I'm triggered. I'm fucking triggered right now. I was nervous. I was legitimately nervous because I remember. Like I had Tommy Boy and Black Sheep on VHS, seen them so many times. I basically had the movies memorized. And then when it yeah. came time, like when when DVDs came along, and I was buying stuff on DVD, and I saw like Black Sheep and Tommy Boy, I was like, ah, you know what? I've seen them so many fucking times. I'm afraid to buy this and keep watching it and burn myself out on it. So I took the longest break ever. Like I remember when I was in summer camp, and we would take trip somewhere and we would all be on a bus and they had tv screens someone would always have a vhs copy of tommy boy or black sheep and that was always the fucking road trip movie like I've, are those pg-13 movies they yeah. are right yeah god and i'd seen them countless times so it was just like i'm nervous about diving back in and then it was so long after i had seen it it was one of those things where i was like oh i don't want to I almost don't want to tarnish my memory and rewatch this and have it not be funny. That would be kind of crushing. So I was really nervous. And I sold them, too. Like, when we were scrolling around and, and Carl was like, oh, I've never seen Tommy Boy. And I was like, what? It's fucking fantastic. And then I'm like, wait a second. What if what if 13-year-old me was way into that movie, but 40-year-old me is going to find the flaws? And I will say, I did find some flaws. But still fucking stellar stellar movies what do you mean you found flaws like it's not a five dicker is that what you're saying tommy boy's not a five dicker it fucking hurts me to say it but i'm telling you it's just not it's not wow 13 year old me yes five dicker fuck you there's just oh yeah the old wise one no there's just i'm telling you man i'm telling you watch it again year old kevin had more jobs than current kevin all right maybe you should go back to that guy (laughs) Watch it again objectively. There's some there's some jokes that are just like, yeah, okay, okay. I don't get it. Do you? I think I watch what I think is five dickers a lot more than what you than you do for what you think is five dickers. That makes sense. Like I've legit seen Armageddon. Like, yeah, multiple times a year. Multiple times a year. A year. Yeah, multiple times a month. Like I fucking will just whatever it's on hbo max i fired up all the time so like you're saying when's the last time you've seen tommy boy and black sheep like tommy boys it can't have been longer than a year and black sheep i'll say five years because that seems reasonable but it's probably been like more recently than that 
And so I know that I'm going to love him again. Like I, I would not have had that fear selling Carl in those fucking movies. I'm like, this is, you are in for a fucking treat, Carl. You're in for a fucking <laughs> treat. And she was legit blown away by Tommy boy. Damn. What was the beef? Were you, did she go at black sheep's neck? What, no. what is the problem with she black just, sheep? She was just like, it just wasn't as funny. But I, that's fair. And I, I agree. But did you watch? Because, uh, did you watch Tommy Boy first? Yes, because I'm pretty sure Tommy Boy came out in '95 and Black Sheep was '96. Yeah, they were. That's the chronological order. And she, when she saw the poster for Black Sheep, when I pulled it up, she was like, "Wait a second, it's him and David Spade again." I'm like, "Yeah." And she read it's the, the same <laughs> fucking movie. She read the blurb <laughs> and she was like, "It's the same fucking movie." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah kind of." Yeah. 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 No, it is. That's a. That's a fair criticism. Yeah. But it was, I'm telling you, it was, it was something else. Watching somebody react to that movie for the first time, having none of the big gags spoiled for. Her. It was, it was a very interesting movie, movie watching experience for me. There's but I'm so, telling you. Oh my God. Five, how, so what do you grade Tommy boy? This is a revelation right now. This, see, this is just going to piss you off even more. Yeah, I want to fight you. I'm happy we're not Take in the a same guess. room. Take a guess. Wait, do you have it on Letterbox T? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Do they do? They do halves, right? They don't do like quarters. They do yes. halves. No quarters. I, I'll say you did four. If it's lower than that, you're a scumbag. <laughs> I gave it four and a half. Thank God. I mean, I, I disagree, but okay. But now guess his black sheep score. That has to be a four, right? I mean, you didn't go more than a dick lower on black sheep, did you? Come on. Shuddy, tell me. Rip the band Three and off. a half. You piece of shit. Low life. Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, it's good, but the batting average is just not there. There's so many jokes that just land with a thud. Fair enough. But like the the Tommy boy legit has like good heartfelt moments and it's really well written. So even when, you know, Chris Farley's not walking into a glass window and going, oh, ah, and flipping out, there's actually like really good heartfelt moments and real well-written dialogue and like the, even the stuff when they're talking about the brake pads and the factory like they put way more effort into Tommy Boy than they needed to. And I think that's why it's a classic. But it's still, I don't know. You get a good look at a steak by sticking your head up a cow's ass. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last Tommy time you saw Tommy me. Boy, Shuddy? It's been a minute since I've seen Tommy Boy. Because I'd be curious uh, to your thoughts. I feel like Jeff is, it, Jeff, even if you watched a movie that was a five dicker when you had, you were young, you hadn't seen it in a super long time. You rewatched it and it wasn't as good as you remembered it. You would still, you would suppress that and still go to bat and be like, Oh no, five dicker. That's fair. That's kind of how I feel about roadhouse, which we got to talk about in a second. Uh, I'm going to write this down. Maybe Draven and I'll watch Tommy boy tonight. Yeah. Have the kids not seen the the Chris Uh, Barley movies? I don't, if they did, they were little and it was just because it was on TV. It wasn't like we sat down and watched them. Like what, because I feel like everybody can agree that 
the best Chris Farley movies are Black Sheep and Tommy Boy, and the best Sandler movies are Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. Big Daddy's good. It's good, but I'm not putting it above Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore, I don't think. I think I'd put it in there. I mean, I'd have to expand it to a Mount Rushmore, and I think throw Waterboy in there. What do you think is a stronger double feature? Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison? Or the Farleys? Or Black Sheep and Tommy Boy? I'd have to go with Sandler's, but it's tough. I would put any combination of those four Sandler movies before Tommy Boy and Black Sheep. Oh, wow. That's that's a strong definitive stance there, Shuddy. I think all of those four Sandler movies are all fucking awesome. Happy Gilmore is my favorite of them. Yeah, I think Happy Gilmore is my favorite as well. When I was younger, yeah, it was Billy I've Madison. Wa- I've watched Big Daddy more than I've watched Billy Madison. Oof. Big Daddy kicks ass. It does. I mean, the kid picking his own name is Frankenstein. That'll, that bit will always be funny. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, what do you have Sorry. to say about Roadhouse? Oh, no, it's not. So Roadhouse, one of the, um, one of the fellow writers at Outkick, like a culture writer, fucking super cool dude. I like him a lot, but like he just covers like, I don't know, music, TV, concerts, whatever, culture, um, films pretty random but he tweeted out last week what's the first r-rated movie you ever saw and he is his was i think he's a little younger than me i would assume he is his was speed oh the kevin uh, uh the keanu reeves classic i think that's <laughs> that was a five the, dicker that was the first r-rated movie i saw in theaters oh shit i think he said he saw it in vhs my uh my aunt took, I was in New Jersey visiting my, me and my sister were in New Jersey visiting our aunts for a week. And my aunt Lee took my sister to see a kid's movie and let me and my cousin Scott, who's two years younger than me, she bought us tickets for speed and let us go on our own to see it. Oh shit. It's a cool aunt. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. <laughs> so that, that movie holds a very special place for me, and I think it it still fucking kicks ass. Yeah, I mean, yeah. as far as not in the theater, I don't know what my first R-rated movie was. Oh, just in you general, know what? might be Caddyshack. So I don't, I don't remember how this came up in conversation with Draven and I. Oh, it was Dom and I on um, what the fuck did I just watch when we were talking about Sister Street Fighter, the the last movie we watched. <laughs> One of one of the actors in it is in a movie called The Bullet Train. Was it not the Brad Pitt movie? And we thought that it was maybe a Brad Pitt movie, but listen to the plot of the movie. Um, Terrorists Tetsuo Okita rounds up a gang of misfits in Mount Contents to help stage an elaborate ransom scheme. 
they plant a bomb on one of Japan's bullet trains and demand $5 million, adding that the bomb will detonate if the train's speed for any reason dips below 80 kilometers per hour. Ah. Transit chief hmm. Hiromochi does his best to handle the situation from afar while on board train conductor Aoki tries to locate the device before it's too late. Hmm. All right. So it seems like that is a direct uh inspiration for the film speed. I mean, that sounds specific enough where they might have to do like a a credit buy. Like um What's that? The the ooh, uh, ooh, uh, ooh, ooh, the cowboy movie that Chris Pratt and Denzel Washington were in, like Magnificent Magnific- Seven. Yeah, like that had to give writing credit to Akira Kurosawa for Seven Samurai. So I wonder if they had to do some sort of adaptation credit thingy for for taking that that idea. But I mean, yeah, adapted off a of screen. Speed sc- kicks speed. fucking ass. I watched that within the last couple of years and. That holds up really well. I fucking love Speed. For um, sure. I mean, my first movie in the theater, I've said it a million times, first R-rated movie in the theater was Passenger 57. I, I mean, I remember I remember going into that movie because my, my dad took me, and I was almost like nervous. Like, oh no, what if I see something I shouldn't? What if this is, what if this is too much for me? But I was fine. Passenger 57. I haven't seen that movie in a billion years. According to IMDb, there is no credit to anybody else but Graham Yost the right, as the writer. Interesting. Huh. Well, I don't even remember the first movie I saw, rated R movie I saw in the theater. I remember Roadhouse is the first rated R movie I've ever seen, but it was, it was, I got, I watched it on VHS at my, um, you know, my mom's house. But I replied to that tweet, like, yeah, the first rated R movie I saw was Roadhouse. His fucking reply was, I don't even know what that is. I've heard of Road Trip. I was just like, ah, you motherfucker. (laughs) You goddamn motherfucker. Uh, I almost slacked him, but I just couldn't even, like, open up the Pandora's box of all that. Yeah, that's because then it's like you start like, what else have you seen? Have you seen Point Break? Right? Have you seen Ghosts? Have you seen, you know, uh, Dirty Dancing? I've only seen that movie once, and it's not really for me. But it's still, it's like, what other Swayze fucking bangers have you seen? I know I'm missing. A well, not even just not seen, but how have you never heard of it? Right. I mean, like, they're doing a remake. Yeah. With uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. The first R-rated movie I probably ever saw was if was Conan the Barbarian. Ooh, that's a solid one. Yeah, it's got to be it's got to be Caddyshack for me because that was a big hit in the household that I grew up in, and my aunt and uncle put it on all the time. And I remember, I don't usually the, think of those types of R-rated movies when this conversation comes up. I mean, the the titties just la- la- left a, a lasting impression on me. Was there any, like like Lacey, Lacey Underall? Was that was that the fucking girl's name in that movie? <laughs> uh. Dude, Swayze's the fucking man. I can't believe that bullshit. What bullshit? 
that that guy didn't know about it? Yeah, it's ridiculous. This other fucking guy that I have on my podcast for sports betting has never seen Goodfellas. Now, I'll say this. He just doesn't watch movies, and he's just openly. He's like, I don't really watch. I'm not a movie guy. I don't watch movies. But even that, I was just like, man, you're a fucking pussy. <laughs> I couldn't even give him the amount of shit that I wanted to because my brain broke for a second. The podcast got a little weird. Just like, what did you just fuck? What, what did you just say on my podcast? You've never seen Goodfellas? Like, oh. all right, let's get back to the NFL. I, I, I I'm going to need you hell? to either disconnect from the Zoom or punch yourself in the face. <laughs> for real. I almost booted him off the Zoom. Like, well, you got to be fucking kidding me. All right, well, before we take our leave for the week, why don't we chip away at Mount Voicemail and do some... Voicemails, yay! Check in with our fellow humans. I'm going to unplug and replug in right now. I didn't fucking review anything. But you said you didn't have anything. This, I, I said the You said that he had a Netflix doc... Yeah, he said, did talk about a Netflix docu-series he watched. or And I literally talked about finishing a movie that I started before the, the we started doing the Zoom. Kevin does not give a fuck what you have to say about <laughs> yeah. any of that stuff. Got his reviews out. Let's let's hear from the Puminati. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, we could put that on hold. Jeff, what? How? What? What? What was different about this murder thingy? Uh, well, it's about this really powerful family in Hampton County, South Carolina. They are like the only lawyers in the town, and so they've. Uh, the father and his kids have really just committed like pretty much heinous crimes for years. And they just kind of get it swept under the rug because they like know the fucking cops. They know the, they know the, all the local judges, all the local, like, you know, district attorneys, all that other shit. So like they just keep kind of do whatever the fuck they want. It's almost like to make a roadhouse reference, like Brad Wesley, you know, the bad guy where he just kind of like, fucking owns the town like the cops they all answer you can do whatever same type of thing but it was like a real life thing so it was a three-part documentary on netflix and it just it starts with a girl who dies in a boating accident the boat was owned by and driven by one of the 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 father's kid and then the father commits allegedly commits crimes um, he's, he's accused of committing murder and long story short, that's where like the documentary essentially ends with it, which is this guy is still like his, his trial is still forthcoming. Um, a few of the people at Outkick are like, we're kind of following it and, um, and it's like still like in the news, like it's still like the guy hasn't even been convicted of anything, but he looks like he's going to. Um, I saw that he was just on this. It was going on the stand or just went on the stand in his own defense the other day. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a very fresh thing. Um, supposedly, and this pissed me off because when I went to watch the other movie that I just, that I'm going to review here in a second, Barbarian, which is on HBO Max. I saw that HBO has their own three-part documentary about the same murder case. Fucking spit roast me. And I I don't know if I'm going to watch it because 
I'm just pissed off that I didn't see the, the HBO one first because I like Netflix and I like how consistent they are with their documentaries. But HBO is better. HBO is better in every fucking way <laughs> than Netflix. Right? I'm not even trying to hate on Netflix, but I, if you had a, a gun to your head, you had to pick one streaming service. What are you going with, HBO or Netflix? Yeah, right? I might I might go Come with on. HBO. I mean, I, they have all the HBO programming. And I, I've, I've looked at my Letterboxd stats, and I, I try to tag my posts with what streaming service I watched them on. And I definitely, HBO Max, I've watched the most movies on, for sure. I mean, yeah. HBO stands for home box office. They, they almost have painted themselves in a corner where they have to have the biggest dick as far as movies offered on streaming. I mean, they consistently deliver, right? Like, they kind of... You know, there was a little bit of lull. I I love Succession, but it doesn't have nearly the, for lack of a better word, box office appeal as Last of Us. But now Last of Us is just banging, right? Like everyone's watching, everyone's talking about it. Like it's put HBO like pretty much back in the top of like TV programming. If even if they weren't, they probably were there in the first place. So I'm just disappointed that I didn't see the Murdoch murder documentary on HBO first. But um, that said, I love Netflix documentaries, and this one probably wasn't as good as several of them. So I'm only going to give it three and a half dicks. Oh, dang. Again, it was, I mean, it was pretty good. And I watched it in one night, but it wasn't, it wasn't as good as like, What's the one? Wild Wild Country. The uh, don't. I think don't was it. Don't fuck with cats is probably like the most famous and probably the best Netflix doc <laughs> that, that there's been. So it's not as good as not even in the same conversation as those. So I wish I saw the HBO one. And then the other movie that I watched, and my brothers are telling me that you really liked it, Barbarian. Yeah. Did you give it like a good Letterbox D score? I don't remember you reviewing it. Yes. In the podcast. Yeah, I thought B- Barbarian was sick. Would you give it on Letterboxd? I think I gave it like four and a half. I'd have to agree. I fucking loved it. I thought it was sick. Um, I watched it in a very, in a weird way. So my, my, my brother Bill and Rich were hanging out kind of randomly on a weekday, right? You know, Rich got some time off away from the wife and or his, his lady and his kid. So he just wanted to hang, watch movies, drink beer. But I was at the gym when they started it. So I came into that movie pretty much the exact same time as Justin Long. So that, so, yeah, that's a, that's a, a very, very strange time to get thrown into that movie where right. so much has already happened. And then when he shows up, you're like, wait, what the fuck is going on in this movie? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, like I just enter the living room, I'm like, oh, what are you guys watching? Like, it's movie Barbarian. And it's like Justin Long doing the Justin Long thing. It's like, oh, cool. I kind of like Justin Long. I wonder what's up here. Watching it a little bit, and it's like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh my god. And then like, it got to the point where you know he's so Barbarian is this movie about it starts with this girl who's going to Detroit for a job interview. She hooks up a sets up a, a Airbnb appointment or a reservation. It's the Airbnb and runs into someone else. And it's a double booked Airbnb. And 
the guy who is also there is this dude, Bill Skarsgård, who I'm not very familiar with. I guess he played Pennywise in It, so I, yeah. I know that. But Carl, like, Carl is like a huge fan of the Skarsgård family. Who's like your the, favorite Skarsgård? Her favorite is Alexander Skarsgård. That's like her celebrity hall pass. You... He was in the Northman, right? Yeah. Yes. I think that's her yeah. like biggest celebrity crush. No shit. Because uh, Bill kept saying Bill <laughs> Skarsgård. So yeah. No, no, I'm fucking just saying, shit. I'm just saying, like, Bill kept telling me while we we're watching. Yeah, Bill Skarsgård is in this movie, and I was just like, I know that name, but I don't know like who the fuck that is. Do you mean Bill uh, Cosby? It's apparently it's it's the brother of the guy who did the Northman. That's kind of what I was kind of thinking of. Is there father? Do yes. they have a father? Stellan. Yep. And he's been in I a know bunch that of guy. shit. He's in uh, Chernobyl, right? Yeah. Yep. Holy shit! They got a whole dynasty. Those, <laughs> they really those, fucking do. It's fucking Swedes can act. <laughs> Impressive. All yeah. right. Fair enough. Um. Anyway, so it's a you know this movie Barbarian is a horror movie about starts out with a Airbnb that's double booked. There's tunnels and and monsters pretty much in the in the, in the basement of the Airbnb. And then Justin Long comes into the movie because I guess he's the actual owner of the of the Airbnb, but just books appointments through Airbnb where he currently lives, which is L.A but he gets into some shit, some me too shit and just bounces to Detroit to go stay at his, his home that he owns, which is in a fucking sketchy neighborhood in Detroit. And it's a way sketchier house. So I got in there when, when Justin Long is in there and just like the horror payoffs or the horror movie stuff was, I thought really good like the monster or the killers or whatever you want to call them. That was well done. That one scene, like how, how the homeless guy situation is. Oh yeah. It's hilarious. Like yep. I thought it was actually funny and scary. Like I thought it was good. I think it works in both ways. Justin Long, his character is really good. Like there's like layers to him in a way, you know? Sure. Um, I thought it was good. The girl who, the, the girl, uh, what's her name? Who's in it? Who's it? She's not very famous. I, I think she was in the uh, Black Mirror episode. My brother was telling me she was good. Bill Skarsgård is really good. And as I was watching him and her interact in the first part of the movie, which I missed, like, I like that guy. Like, I think he's a good fucking actor. I'm interested yeah. in seeing him. Apparently, he's the new villain in John Wick 4. It's like, fuck. Yep. All right, cool. Let's yeah, I saw it. him in the trailer this um, this weekend when I went and saw Cocaine Bear when they showed the trailer. I got to agree with you at four and a half. Like, I thought it was a really fun, like, fucking scary movie. I was, like, kind of, you know, yelling at the TV, like, dude, don't fucking go down. What are you doing? It's so weird that, like, I feel like Barbarian is a movie where when it first came out, everybody was like, just go in knowing as little as possible. Don't spoil it for anybody. Just go in. Don't watch any trailers. Just The first trailer is fine. The first trailer basically shows nothing. Watch that one, but that's fine. Go into it completely empty-headed. And you watched it completely out of order and still loved it. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I feel I mean, like that, think, that just think... goes to show you what a strong movie it is. If you can watch it out of sequence and still find it to be near perfect, that's a that's a good sign. Yeah, I mean, I know less about it than most people that would even watch it. Like, I didn't, like, find it on, again, I didn't find it on HBO Max. I didn't read the description. I just walked in, and it was on my TV. I was like, oh, all yeah. right, what the hell is this? Justin Long, he's funny. I like him. <laughs> then I watched it. It's like, what the, f- oh, my God. This is terrifying. What the hell? I love it. I can't stop watching. Nice. So I, I'll give it a four and a half. That's honestly, that's one of those movies where, because I do this a lot when I'm watching things. I, I just, my brain is just like, hey, what do you think Jeff thinks about this? And you're, because you're a tough person to pin down. Honestly, I would have seen you not liking Barbarian for some reason. <clears throat> but. I liked it. Here we are. All right. Should we? Yeah, like the, 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 the killer of the monster thing was, I don't know, like. It was unbelievable, but it just was, it was just a fun, like scary, enjoyable watch. It was like, all right, I'm into that. Like I buy in, like whatever. This is the danger. You guys are fucked. I saw it in the theater too. I think I saw it at the Alamo draft house and people were flipping out. Like on all those really suspenseful scenes where you were like, oh fuck, don't go in there. Don't go in there. Like people were gasping and like, (gasps) Yeah, well, like when she first runs, sees the room in the basement. Yeah, and her reaction is the perfect one, yep. right? Is is the one it should have been the whole time? Like, yeah, fuck this. Yeah, Bill, <laughs> let's go sleep in my car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck out of here, Bill. It's, we're done here, dude. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Well, good movie. With that, let's let's finish each other off with our mouths. I mean, with voicemails. Yeah. Well, let's use other people's mouths, voicemails. (laughs) All right. Let's go to this person. Oh, it's Pyro. I can see it in the thingy. Hey, guys, it's Pyro. Let's see if these headphones make me sound less drunk than my last ones, even though, Mm -hmm. shit, I wasn't even drunk. Those just sounded shitty, but no, shit. The reason I haven't called much lately is because, like, yeah, we we really haven't done that. Like that was both when we were in our early twenties and shit. That is Pyro talking about when him and his lady used to get freaky. Is that what this is in reference to? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it could possibly be in reference to. Like six, seven years ago. Since then, we have mellowed out quite a bit, and like by all appearances, we are now just a normal family with a couple of kids and shit. Which, hey, that's pretty much what we are. Had my fun in my young days, now that we're older. It's just a nice, laid-back life. But anyway, I figured I'd give you an update. Have a good one. Because I know Pyro stated in the past that he's bi, and him and his lady used to, like, bringing other people into their, their escapades and stuff. And I don't know, maybe maybe I got confused and thought that some of their escapades were more recent than they actually were. I mean, he's been calling in for years. Maybe I know. Well, hey, Pyro. Part of the confusion. As long as you're happy, we're happy. Sure. Right, let's see. What's on this human's mind? Hey, what's going on, MSPH? Um, 
I'm catching up on your Patreons right now. I'm on episode 105. I don't know who your former Who Team 6 leader was that says Mormons don't take it in the ass. He might be, which you guys said it wrong. It's actually pronounced Utards because they're all dumb as fuck. But I did live up there for six years. And coming from SoCal, going out there, there's plenty of Mormon ass to be played with, I guess. Playing this with... Guy, this guy is just ethering Utah right now, yeah. I think. Playing with Mor- Mormon ass in Utah? I'm here for it. See, this is the thing that I feel like has been going back and forth on podcasts for a million years. There's always somebody who swears up and down that Mormon chicks don't put out because they don't want to go to hell, but they feel like they found a loophole that that God Almighty never considered, and that stick your dick in my ass, and that doesn't count as sex, so therefore it's not a sin. So Mormon girls have tons and tons of butt sex, so they can stay virgins, and then they have vaginal sex when they get married. And then somebody will call in and be like, I live in Utah, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my fucking life, nobody does that. And then someone else will call and be like, that guy's the dumbest guy I've ever heard in my fucking life, all Mormon girls give up their butt. So I don't know what to think. I mean, it's not that hard to locate a Mormon woman from Utah, but you just gotta figure it out. You just gotta get one. Yeah, we need a Mormon... Utah woman to call in that we can get confirmation of in six months from now. A popular one. Maybe a Utah a Mormon Instagram influencer who knows a bunch of people who could also be like, all right. That I sounds very specific. No, I'm saying I, I don't want a one person who's only going to have their one view or their one perspective on it. I want, I want to hear from someone who can give other perspectives. Like, no, I don't, but my... I have like five Mormon girlfriends who can fuck me ass and are virgins. (laughs) That's what I want to hear. You know what I mean? Okay. Do you consider that to be a virgin? I will if they want to. (laughs) They want to be. Hey, you changed your name from Cassius to Muhammad. I got you. All right. Yeah, you're still a virgin. All right. I'll call you whatever you want. You want to be a virgin still, but you take it in the ass? Fine. If 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 you're not going to receive it in the ass from me, then I'm going to call you what I want. Well, just there's kidding. the Jeff Clark scale. Sorry, sorry, sorry. This is riffing here. That guy's doing he's probably living in the hills hiking or some shit. But I just wanted to confirm. Uh, no, Utah is cool for that. Beer shitty. Yes, beautiful women, beautiful uh, Mormons. Outside, weed trash. But yeah, he's probably just local. That thin air up there, man. That's why they're called U-Tards. Adios. All right. The mystery continues. Dude, on, a, on one of the uh, full swing, the uh, Netflix golf documentaries, one of the guys that were following this dude, Tony Finau, he is from Utah. And he was saying that he grew up in like a rough part of Salt Lake City. And it just kind of blew my brain that they had those. I was like, wait a second. There's hoods in Utah? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Maybe that just means there's a part of the city where people don't say you're welcome when you say thank you. Like, oh, it's fucking rough over (laughs) there. Yeah, but I actually thought I saw a recent headline of, like, crime rising in uh, Salt Lake City. So maybe there was something to Tony Finau's upbringing. Maybe it was kind of hooded. Maybe. 
maybe people stop giving up the butt and everybody's all frustrated and sexually pent up. Yeah. That's yeah. probably exactly what it is. Yeah. Need a release. See how quickly we solved that problem? Yeah. Quit edge in Utah. <laughs> I cannot believe you guys have not seen Cyborg. None of you? Not even Shuddy? <clears throat> I mean... Shuddy? Cyborg? I have not seen Cyborg. Even though it is the what the Masters it was written to be the Masters of the Universe sequel. Yeah, because that was... It's a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, right? Correct. And the director, Albert Pion, was a B-movie sort of uh, wizard. Like, he was he was highly regarded in the B-movie fan base. I actually just watched one of his movies called Nemesis. It's also on Peacock. Excuse me, it's on the cock. And is Cyborg ne- Nemesis, the Dark Rift? No, it's just... Or the, is there another Nemesis? There's like a whole series of them, but I just watched the first one. And it's... I don't know how to review it because it's a B-movie. It's got B-movie acting for the most part and B-movie dialogue. But it was so well done. It was really impressive. Like the stunts... And all the shit that was pulled off with with what was clearly such a low budget, but it was kind of fucking cool. Like it's it might be the best B movie ever made. So after seeing that, I am curious to check out this guy's other work. And I know when he just died fairly recently, Cyborg was the big one that everybody talked about. It's, I mean, obviously, if all you do is B movies and you got one movie with Jean Claude, that's going to be your most popular one. So I. I do want to check it out, but if you like, if whoever this caller is, if you liked, if you like Cyborg, you should definitely watch Nemesis on on Peacock because that was fucking cool. We did we talk about? Do we power rank John Claude Van Damme in action hero movie rankings? I think we we had him slotted pretty low. Yeah, I feel like you guys would take him over. Uh, Steven Seagal, and I don't. If that's true, I don't want to go down that road again. It's true. I mean, Bloodsport and Kickboxer alone. And you throw in fucking Time Cop. Oh yeah, it's boner time. Yeah. After the Universe Two, I never heard it oh. called that, but I mean, I saw that movie when I was young. I didn't know it came out in '89, but I probably saw it when I was nine or ten. So it's been like '92, '93. So yeah, no, it's, it's pretty awesome. If you guys haven't watched it yet, I'm sure I'm sure you will, and I'm sure I'll hear the review, and then this will be a pointless message. But I mean, when he does those spin kicks with the the knives coming out of his shoes, just amazing. All right, if there's spin kicks and knives coming out of shoes, I want I want this. I You're want in. this to happen. Yeah, such a good movie. Uh, anyway, Kevin, wanted to let you know. Uh, you know when, when you have friends that fight and they don't talk anymore and everyone usually chooses a side? I, I'm not that kind of guy. Usually I'll still hang out with both sides. Sometimes that works out not in my favor, but I don't, I don't like to take sides. So I want to let you know, um, I have been listening to the Jason Ellis show. 
but I haven't really made it through a full episode. I keep stopping 15, 20 minutes before it ends and just kind of deleting it because it's not doing so well. So, uh, so good to- Well, I will say this. I don't expect nor want anybody to pick a side. If you're enjoying both shows, fucking thumbs up to you. More power to you. I'm not drawing any... expressed here are not the views of Mad Scientist Party Hour. Well, they are of mine. I, I don't... I'm not... I'm not calling on anybody to fucking draw a line in the sand or, oh, you listen to, to them or you listen to me. I know there are tons of Puminati that still listen to both and I don't hold any grudges over that. I don't, I don't give a shit. And it's also the same, same thing as why when I got accused of, like, reaching out to people and telling them not to do Ellis Mania. It's just like, no, no, I, I got better things to use my time for. And I also know there's still a, a big Venn diagram, a little crisscross section of people that listen to both. And I don't want Puminati that are going to Ellis Mania to have a shittier time because Death, Death, Die's not performing. I'm not trying to ruin other people's shit for him. There's room yeah, for both. just the lead singer fired you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's that simple, right? I don't know. I don't know. I, I agree with you in your sentiment, and I don't want anyone who listens to MSPH to feel like you have to pick a side. I agree with that. I, I'm just frustrated if, when he talks shit. That's but if it. you do just pick a side, sure. we'd prefer that you pick ours. Yeah, and enjoy all of our Patreon content. Well, I mean, as long as we're being real, it pisses me off when there's shit talked on me as well because I don't fucking do anything. The hell, the hell do I still need shit talked about me for, for fuck's sake? But as far as the listeners go, fucking knock yourselves out, man. Have fun. What do I care? Yeah, man. Uh, it's nice to, when you quit a job, or in this case, when you get fired from a job, know that... <laughs> that workplace can't do it without you, and it's, it's falling apart. So, yeah, good for you, man. I uh, I still enjoy your show, and uh, I have not stopped it twenty minutes early. Even when you have those uh, those super long Easter eggs, I'll listen the whole way through. You guys are pretty cool. I like listening to you. Hey, thanks, yeah. But yeah, no, it's uh, I just want to let you know that their show is not sounding as good. I, I mean, you didn't talk a lot on it, anyways. They kind of kept you uh, subdued, but. Uh, <laughs> It's definitely a lot more boring. Uh, it doesn't have that same life to it anymore or the odd comment from you. So it's good for you. The the place is falling apart without you. Have a good day, boys. Well, happy to have you here. There's definitely no shortage of odd, weird comments on MSPH. So let's, let's get together and braid our taint hairs, friend. Let's have a good old-fashioned kumbaya pow-pow session. Oh. Cornrow, Cornrow, yeah. the Dingleberries. How about this? We can get we can get pantsless, get in scissor position, and tie our grundle hairs together, and then do a connecting braid, and it'll be the bridge that binds us. What I'm hearing is another Patreon tier. <laughs> yeah, the the fifty dollar a month friendship bracelet. <laughs> yeah, the fucking Dingleberry Cornrow. Here. <laughs> well, I can tell Shuddy Boy hates that idea. But I am not a fan of that idea. But if you and Jeff are in for it, you guys can go for it. I'm guessing I've you have done, a I, powerful grundle mean, Shuddy Boy. Am I am I off base in thinking that? 
I would hope not, but I, I can't, con I don't review my Grundle main uh, frequently enough to, to have an answer for you one way or the other. See, I feel like you would have to, when you put your pants on every day, make the decision, do I stuff my Grundle main down my oh, no, left pant leg or no. my right pant leg? No, it is nothing like that. It is not even noticeable, I would say. You don't have a ZZ Top Grundle? My chest is getting hairier the older I get, though. See, I don't notice if I have less or more chest hair. I think mine just stays the same, but... You know, maybe when I hit my forties, it'll yeah, get a little more volume. You're gonna have to get deeper, deeper V-necks and another bottle of like more conditioner. Sure, if you're wearing a sweater underneath your V-neck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, there's your MSPH for the week. If you haven't quite gotten your fill, check out Patreon.com/slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Oh yeah, has he got a big dick? <laughs> patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour we do a mini podcast every week on the five dollar tier and then the ten dollar tier has all the specialty shows like queef or no queef supermarket queefs dragon ball queef snack attack what the fuck did i just watch with shuddy and dom kevin's nerd hole 60 seconds with kevin one-off toy videos with shuddy and dom they're too many to name Tons and tons of shit to check out and enjoy. Um, and if you would like to see video of this madness, youtube.com slash mad scientist party hour. And you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. Jeffro Records. And at MSPH Podcast. Uh, Outkick Bets with Jeff Clark. That's right. Boom. Coming out with an Arnie Palmy invitational breakdown next uh, tomorrow. Well, that's exciting. And yeah, Shuddy. For all you, all you avid <laughs> golf bettors. And Shuddy, where can people get some their hands on some sweet, sweet MSPH merch? I'm allgone.com slash collections slash MSPH. Boom. Check it out. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. But until next time, something. Squibbity poop, squibbly plops. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Levels are working. Farts are registering. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Ooh. Chili. It's fucking chili. Meow 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 you what up Shutterooney not much man oh I see Dookie Boy didn't get the memo yeah Dookie Boy doesn't care he's got his Republican friends now that he's more concerned with. Yeah, he doesn't like us anymore. Us liberal <laughs> cucks. Meow, <laughs> meow, 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 meow. 
poop, 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 poop. Oh boy, let's see here. Let's see. Hmm. <laughs> that juicy slab of meat. Oh, there's Jeff. Glad I, uh, he, you could join us. Dukey boy, the cocksucker. I uh, had his penis in my mouth earlier today. <laughs> I'll take piss in the butthole. Intel, Intel Anglefort. Oh, I guess what I'm asking is that are there specific ass doctors? Maybe proctologist is a good vocab word for Jeff at a later date. Oh, yes. Oh, I people really enjoyed that segment. Nice. I enjoyed it too. I think. Oh. I... <laughs> oh, I Oh. He starts that clip so aggressively. Oh, I guess what I'm asking is that are there specific ass doctors? Mm. Oh, I guess what I'm asking is. Any John Cooper updates for the show? Oh, I wish. Um, the only kind of update I got is that legal is still working up uh, the paperwork and stuff, but they've been reaching out to agents and agencies about casting. So at least there's some movement being made while things are stalled. Well, that's good at least. Yeah. Kind of hoping that, uh, this is the week where there's some big, uh, big movement, you know? I wonder if Jeff has his, uh, oh, there's Jeff. Okay. Yeah. I'm just about to text you. It is fucking cardigan. I don't know if you had your do not disturb shit on again. Got to text Bill. Meow, 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 wow, wow, wow. Waka, waka, waka. Who said that, Jeff? Who's he quoting? That's Dave Chappelle, right? <laughs> no. Doodly dink doink and doodly doops. I've sprayed my shower head on my ass. <laughs> another, another Jeff Clark confessional right there. Gotta love those. Need some more Kevin Kraft confessionals. Well, I almost had to deliver one today, but I made it home in time. I had a what? Po- a poo emergency that um, was incredibly painful. Like as I was running 
to my apartment door. The the pain almost made me collapse. It was it hurt really bad. Just from holding in a poo. Fucking weird. It felt like my poo was like, like a, a, it's very sharp, you know? Like a, it was like a, a shit stroke? Is that what you're saying? Or that like there was a machete made out of poop trying to push its way out of my ass. That's kind of what it felt like. I've had those before. They're like a once a year experience, but. Or like a poop cactus. Yeah, like a. It's more like it. A, I was trying to think of like a, a way to blend porcupine and poop, but <laughs> I can't get there. A poopcupine? Yeah. It's either no, poop poopupine or porky poop. <laughs> We're fucking grown men. Every yourself. time I, I piss, it smells terrible. I want two cows to fuck me. I still wish I knew what the context of that cows fucking you drop was. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, how we do it here? How we do it? Couldn't tell you why I said that. Take my crazy pills real quick. Not a crazy pills. If you mix them with alcohol, is it does it get weird? No, not really. That was a weird noise. Sound like Shuddy Boy yeah, just traveled time. It wasn't me. Yeah, some sort of weird siren going on outside. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah. I think it was hovering. Dude, I, uh... Recording in progress. Thanks, Nark. I watched... I tried to watch the beginning of that barbarian movie because I only watched like the last, I don't know, the last like hour and a half of it. So I needed to watch like the first 30 minutes. So that's why I, I jumped onto the Zoom call a little late. Trying Still to wrap to up. finish it though. Really? Yeah, but I was like at the point where I was almost caught up to like where I started and I was just, I just had my brother fill me in. So I, I, I'm pretty much. I pretty much get the gist of it. Meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow. All right. <clears throat> Let's see here. Okay, everything. All systems are go. Eliminating squares. I have some exciting news to discuss. Snoopy pooped off. Oh, yeah? Exciting Shuddy Boys news? Well, I could be building it up some. I, you guys might not be nearly as excited as I am, but mm. we'll see. I guess that means it's He-Man related. It is not. I got these really cool He-Man slippers. I'm interested in that. All right, well. Should we just kick it off then, Shuddy? Yeah, let's kick it off right now.
Los Angeles, California, we have the Mad Scientist Party Hour. 